Bienvenue au Pont pour la Mission. Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Bienvenido au Ponte à Mission. 欢迎欢迎，这是 Bridges for Mission. Bienvenue dans Pont pour Mission. Bienvenue we are the creative minds behind this podcast. In this second season, you will be invited to listen to new voices who are themselves passionate about God's mission and how we respond to God's call to be hands and feet of Christ, not only in our neighborhoods, but thousands of miles away from the comfort of what seems familiar. Several special assistants to the short-term mission office, skilled team leaders, We'll have conversations with guests living in the U.S. and abroad. We invite you to stay open to how their stories may intersect with your story. Let the movement of the Holy Spirit permeate your hearts. You'll soon discover how God equips all of us for the task we are called to, and you will recognize that we don't do this discernment process alone. Let these God moments create beautiful bridges for ministry. We live in hope and love, which neither can be silenced nor ignored. Welcome to Bridges for Mission. We are glad you found us. My name is Lynn Punnett, and I am uh, pleased to be here today. I'm a special assistant with short-term missions, and um, I work in the region, the American Baptist Church's region of Michigan, and I have the pleasure of helping any of our 140 churches here in Michigan have short-term mission trip experiences, and it's a delight today to have my really good friend, Josie Howard Wine, uh, have a conversation with me about the experiences that we've had together and, and let her share some of her personal um, experiences. Josie is from one of our Michigan churches. She is from Second Missionary Baptist Church in Battle Creek. Is that right, Josie? That's correct. Okay. And um, so thank you for being here. I'm really thrilled. It's my first podcast. I'm super excited. What about you? My first, but uh, I'm glad you invited me. <laughs> me too. Me too. Hey, I wondered if first you might just tell briefly about uh, young experiences, perhaps with missionaries. Uh, and where did you grow up? Are you from Michigan? No. I am from Mississippi, Columbus, Mississippi. That's Northeast Mississippi. Okay. And did you um, have any experiences with missionaries uh, growing up there? I know your family was very active in church. It was a big part of your life. Yes, we, uh, although my family was very active in our Baptist church, my next door neighbor was from a Pentecostal church and they did a lot of missionary work. So being next door neighbors, we got to, you know, have input on what they would do. And then my mom would kind of pitch in for them, you know, with them. 
So okay. I got to see a lot with her. Okay, okay. Well, uh, had you made short-term missionary trips uh, before our trip to Haiti together, which you can remind me maybe was 2012, the first time you went with our team? Correct. Had you had any experiences uh, before that? Not as missionary, but I did uh, serve as a volunteer for the Red Cross. I did five disasters with the Red Cross. And so that was, that was my turn on right there because it is very, very similar to what we do when I'm in Haiti. Okay, and those would be, I'm guessing I'm a former Red Crosser, so ah. uh, those would be two to three week stints that you would go out with disaster services? Correct, correct. Okay, okay yeah, similar to a, a mission experience for sure. Okay, well, how did you hear about the first uh, opportunity to go with the Michigan Servants for Christ team back in 2012? How'd you hear about that? Well, my husband and I attended the um, uh, the, Mich the uh, Michigan uh, regional meeting, and uh, there was conversation about the mission trips. And as I was leaving out, I saw this beautiful display, uh, displaying about Haiti and uh, people that had gone on mission trips. And I was real interested in that because that reminded me of my Red Cross. And I gathered the information, brought it home, read it, and was real interested in it. And so I kind of had my husband to kind of, you know, bag me in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how many trips have you made now? Uh, I think, what, I've been there since going since 212. We didn't go last year, so we're looking at seven maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I guess, why don't you take a moment and share, you know, without my asking any, anything specific, just share about your experiences on those trips. Well, actually, at the first time I went, I didn't know exactly what to expect, although the comparison with the Red Cross was similar. But as I decided to go, I think I kind of thought now, okay, I got to have a focus, okay, and I got to be purpose-driven. And my purpose was to go because my heart was saying to me to go and be able to use my hands to help in any area that I could. And I decided to go. I was invited to go. And I think my first comfort zone was I grew. Uh, when I met the group and the people that were going along, it was almost like we were just meant to be. Everybody was, you know, very friendly and helpful with each other. And it was almost like we had known each other for years and years. So that really helped to calm me down. And then when, I, when we arrived, we had so many fun experiences that I will never forget. And uh, it, just, it just, you know, kind of set me off. And so I've been wanting to go ever since. Mm -hmm. And what did, just briefly, what did we do that first year? What was the project? <laughs> Other than pushing the truck. <laughs> uh, what did we do that first year? That very first year, we built a Hubble house. Yeah, yeah. A rubble house out of rubble. A rubble house, okay. And it was fun because we had to go up a hill. The house sat on a hill. And uh, we had to beat up the rocks and pass them up by pails and we'd made handles with our pet with our clothes racks and uh we had we had a, a 
I guess you would like a, a, a team and we were spaced out going up the hill and we would pass the pail up and sometimes we'd have to slow the pail down because it was too much in there. Not too much, gotta lighten it. So it was just, just quite an experience uh, to be able to say that I built a house. Absolutely, out of the concrete rubble that was all over Haiti from the earthquake and homes collapsing. Um, so we were cleaning up at the same time that we were providing a home. Now, after that, we returned to the north of Haiti, though. Uh, we have missionaries up there, and they recommended that maybe we begin working with folks up in the north. And so our host, of course, uh, was and continues to be Reverend Dr. Joseph Voltaire and his wife. And so tell me about uh, your experience in the north. Okay, the first one we went out, we worked at the uh, home for the widows and we were building stairs and painting and helping to uh, construct a two level apartment like complex for them. And so we spent that week working in working in that area. And since going back other times, we have been well, we've become a little bit more spread out because we would always still go back and work with the widows. We did the garden, we pulled up uh, flowers and we planted uh, flowers for them. We painted and it's just been a kind of an ongoing thing. And each year we would do a little bit more. We'd branch out a little bit more. We went to the school at one point and we worked at the school. We went out to their campground. We worked out there. We painted the bathroom, we painted the chapel. And it has just been kind of an ongoing thing because each time we go, there's always a little bit more to do. And our focus kind of changed uh, too. And one year we went, we did the fresh water and I got to go out a couple of days with the water team to install the water, the water filters for families. Mm -hmm. And that was exciting. Uh, yeah, so with that in mind, like going out into the villages or those really remote areas installing clean water filters, it's different than working in the city for sure. Uh, but I don't know, let's take a minute and talk to me about, you know, where you've really witnessed God. Where, where have you seen him or experienced that yourself? Actually, when I meet the people, there is an automatic connection where you know this is God putting us together. And it's just that, you know, we all somehow seem to kind of gel together and, and we, we develop the kind of relationship that you know is family. You know it's family and you know it's by God's will that we come together and we do what we do. And that's my heart. That's my heart. That's where my heart comes in because I know that this is the will of God that we come together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about the way our churches in Michigan are, are more, I believe, more like a family now too as a result of these experiences coming together? What do you think the impact has been here in Michigan? Well, I think it has brought a lot of us together from the north, the east, the south, and the west side of Michigan, where we've developed relationships with the people, you know, that we've gone with, which has brought us together. Also, it has given our congregations an opportunity to see how we come together and how we work together, 
which has also helped us to increase our volunteers that will go over each year because people hear about it, they're real curious, and they want to hear and they want to see. And it also gives you an opportunity, not only with your church family, but with your community family. Because I've had an opportunity to do some, uh, some speaking for uh, uh, non-congregational community groups where I've taken in pictures and they've asked questions. And so it gives them an opportunity. And a lot of times those people aren't even connected with the church, but it gives them an opportunity to see actually what our churches are doing. Because most people think you go to church on Sunday morning and that's it, you know? But, and when we say we're missionaries, it gives them an opportunity to see just how far out we reach. Absolutely, thank you. Um, what's maybe something that's particularly a meaningful and experience or memorable uh, from your time in Haiti? Any particular thing jump out? Mm, so many things, so many things. Uh, one is I've had an opportunity to meet a Josie. My name is Josie, and I've met a Josie, and um, she she just anticipates us coming every year. And when she arrive, when we arrive, she comes and she wants to know where is Josie, where is Josie, and so that that's one thing. Uh, somehow I don't know how, but I've kind of developed the name mom they call me mom and so i think because i kind of treat the kids as a mother because i think that was the teacher in me to you know embrace kids and i'm mom to everybody okay and again and and of course i've developed a relationship with the pastor's wife because me being a pastor's wife myself it has kind of drawn us closer together too and a lot of times when we go out and they accompany us usually she and i are together Yes, yes, uh, that, that common thing is really important. Not just American pastor's wives getting together, right? It right. doesn't matter, your pastor's wives and there are things that, that only pastor's wives experience. So yes. that's awesome. If someone uh, expressed interest, and I know they have, and I know you've encouraged people, but if someone was apprehensive or, or you know, maybe expressing fear, what would you say, Josie, to someone who was considering it, but maybe apprehensive? Well, in the past, what I've always said, and people often come up and say, I want to go, I want to go. And the first thing I say to them is that you need to spend some time in prayer. Spend some time in prayer with it to see if this is directly where God wants you to go. Not that because you've heard of what we do, you've seen some of the pictures and the fun that we have too with our mission work, but to just know if this is really what God is saying to you that you need to do. So I always say, spend some time in prayer, spend some time in prayer. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing that people do, people sometimes think, that you're going for fun. Oh, you get away. It's a vacation. No, we work. That's the intent to go and use our hands. That's why I say first is my heart and then my hands. Because when we go, we know that we're going to help them. Not only to share the love and the connection, but to help them with our hands in any way we can to help make life better for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did you feel uh, in terms of being prepared? You know, how does someone, obviously prayer, right? This is the most important thing. 
but you know, we come together as a team. There are certain things we do to prepare to go. Um, do, did you feel prepared, well prepared? Uh, what would advice might you give someone? Well, after the prayer and you feel that God is really leading you to this is where you really need to go. I think when you come together with the team, because Lynn, you always bring us together and so that we get to meet the people that we're going with. For me, it has always been that it was like an automatic connection that we kind of came together as a group because each everybody was anticipating the trip, but they were also understanding that this is going to be something that's a little different than going to Hollywood for family vacation. You know, even though you're going to develop, you're increasing your family member on that team, but you're also going to have family members in Haiti once you arrive. Mm -hmm. And so for those listening who might not uh, realize in Michigan, every year we take a team and one or two or three people are invited from any of our churches across Michigan. So this team that comes together, they don't know each other. And there are some regulars that come now year after year and they're that core group. But each time if there are new people coming and going, and so it's this beautiful mix that happens. Uh, but that preparation, uh, just remembering that our goal when we go, yes, is, is to use our hands and to serve, but we really seek to build up the local church and the local missionaries. This is part of our training, and I know Josie will agree that, that we go down there, and it's easy to think we're a hero and build ourselves up. That is not what this is about. In fact, we don't, as individuals, give a single dollar to anyone, because if a dollar is to be given away, our missionaries have the best idea. They know how to best use that dollar and they'll honor any requests that we have, of course, but um, we seek to build up the local church and that is really important to me. Do you have any reflection on that, Josie? Yeah, uh, I think once you get there, okay, and it may be in your mind that once I get there, I'm gonna help them, I'll give them this and I'll give them that. But before you leave, you get a very good orientation on what the purpose is. And the purpose is not for you to go as an individual to help, to give, but it's for us to go as a team and we're going to what? Help the local church. Now, there may be opportunities where people may ask for certain things, but you have to keep in mind that one, this is a team and we have to do what our focus is and we have to do what the team is expected to do. And that is to work with the local church. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts uh, you wanted to share? I've asked some questions, but you might have had some things that you wanted to share today. Well, the one thing that I would share is that going to Haiti these years has been a blessing for me. It's been a blessing for me. And it has given me an opportunity to look at sometimes things that we have and things that we take for granted, you know, and that. Uh, we don't realize because we just think, well, because it's here and I'm in this, it's accessible. I'm okay. But you know, when you look at people that are without, okay, that gives you an opportunity to look at what you do have and be more grateful and more thankful to God for what you have. 
And then it also gives you an opportunity to share. You want to share because when you see, you see the honesty of those people and you see the desires that they have and how whatever you do for them, it is very, very appreciative. They are very appreciative to what we do for them. And they don't forget you once you do something for them, not financially, but through our service with our hands and building, it gives them an opportunity to give back to us. And they give back to us by the love that they share with us, the, the, the relationships that we develop, and also the pride that they take in what we do when we're there. Thank you. That's a beautiful way to close out our session, Josie. Uh, it's just so good to be with you today. I thank you so much. I love you. Love and you too. <laughs> love you too. Uh, it's glad you invited me. Yes, in 2021, in the fall, we are planning a trip. God willing, we'll be able to make a team come together and return to Haiti. That'll, that's what we're working towards. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in learning more about short-term mission and international ministries, you can find us at internationalministries.org. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bridges for Mission. We are so glad you found us. Till next time.